Ladies and gents, my name is Brandon Stover. Welcome to the How to Solve Climate Change course from Plato University. Causes, systems, obstacles, solutions to this global challenge is what you're going to learn here today. When you're ready to learn more skills, join us for free at Plato.University. Let's get started with today's lesson. Before we get to the systems portion of this course and understanding the systems underlying this global challenge, I want to introduce you to systems thinking, which could be thought of as a subset of critical thinking. So let's define both of those. Critical thinking is a disciplined cognitive process characterized by active and purposeful analysis, evaluation, and synthesis of information, ideas, situations, or arguments. It involves a systematic exploration of underlying assumptions, biases, evidence, and implications, while also considering alternative perspectives and potential consequences. Through critical thinking, you develop the capacity to make well-reasoned judgments and decisions using logic, evidence, and a deep understanding of context to navigate complex issues and challenges. Critical thinking empowers you to go beyond the surface-level understanding and really delve into the intricacies of subject matter, question assumptions, and approach problems with a balanced and analytical mindset. It's a skill that is cultivated through practice and engagement with diverse perspectives, enabling you to become a more effective problem solver, a decision maker, and an informed participant in various intellectual and professional contexts. Simply put, a problem occurs in the world, and you need to be able to intake information about that problem, understand the knowns and the unknowns, separate signal from noise, and contextualize the problem in the systems that the problem is embedded in. And this brings us to systems thinking. Systems thinking is an interdisciplinary approach to understanding, analyzing, and addressing complex problems. You're going to analyze the interactions, relationships, and interdependencies among various components within a system. In this type of thinking, you emphasize viewing a system as a whole rather than focusing solely on the individual parts and recognizing that changes in one part can have a ripple effect throughout the entire system. Systems thinking involves recognizing patterns, feedback loops, and unintended consequences, as well as identifying leverage points where interventions can have the most significant impact on a system's behavior and outcomes. Systems thinking and critical thinking are closely interwined and mutually reinforcing approaches to understanding and addressing complex challenges, which is why we're focusing on it in this course about this global challenge. Both of these types of thinking encourage a deep analysis of complex systems, considering the various opponents and their interactions to comprehend the underlying dynamics. They also both recognize the complexity of real-world issues. Critical thinking will help you dissect and examine the intricacies of individual components, why systems thinking highlights the interconnected of these components within a larger context. Systems thinking will also allow you to bring in a holistic perspective. When critical thinking encourages you to consider multiple perspectives, systems thinking will help you extend this into the entire system, ensuring a more comprehensive understanding of the issue. In critical thinking, you're going to be evaluating evidence and reasoning to draw conclusions about causality and consequences. Where in systems thinking, you're going to go a bit further by exploring causal loops, feedback mechanisms, and the dynamic relationships between various components in a system. Both types of these thinking are also going to be aimed at problem solving. Critical thinking will help you analyze the root causes and underlying assumptions of a problem, and systems thinking will help you identify systematic drivers 
and interconnected factors contributing to an issue. And all of this is done to help you have more of an informed decision so that you can anticipate the potential impacts of decisions across an entire system, leading to more informed and effective choices when you're trying to create solutions for this global challenge. Why does this matter? Well, it's going to be impossible for you to actually solve a global challenge if you're not able to analyze information and identify root causes. Otherwise, you're only going to create band-aids and not actually solutions. Furthermore, if you don't understand how a system works, you can't know what changes to make, what obstacles you face, or predict the impact of your solution. So this sounds all good and great. How do we actually start thinking like this? In the most basic sense, we want to look at what are the parts or elements of a system, how are they related or connected, and what is the purpose of the system? Now, author and intellectual Donna Meadows was a prominent advocate of systems thinking, and her insights can provide valuable guidance for using this approach. So I'm going to list out some of the steps to systems thinking that is inspired by Donna Meadows' teachings. First, when you're looking at a global challenge and looking at the systems underlying it, you need to define the system boundaries. Clearly define the scope and boundaries of the system you are analyzing. Understand what elements are included within the system and what lies outside of it. Next, you need to identify the components or entities within the system. These could be individuals, variables, structures, or processes that contribute to the system's behavior. What are the parts and pieces that are actually moving the system along? Once you've identified those parts, you need to map out the relationships and interactions between the different elements. Recognize how changes in one element can influence others and result in feedback loops which leads us to our next step of distinguishing those feedback loops. Identify and characterize different types of feedback loops within the system, reinforcing loops that amplify effects and balancing loops that seek out to maintain equilibrium. So sometimes certain elements will work on a system in a way that makes that system continue to be growing. Those are going to be reinforcing loops. There's other elements within a system that will actually balance it out so it doesn't grow and it doesn't diminish. It keeps the system going, but it's not going beyond what it's already been doing. And those are known as balancing loops. You're going to want to identify these loops because sometimes those may be points of leverage for you. Next, you want to identify delays. Recognize time delays between actions and their consequences. Delays can lead to unintended outcomes and make it challenging to predict system behavior. Sometimes when something happens within a system, the consequence of that action doesn't happen for quite a while. So it makes it hard to predict or make a decision about what to do in that system if you're not actually observing the consequences. Once you've identified the boundaries of the system, the parts within the system, how they're interacting, and the loops that are happening, you can start to find and analyze leverage points. Points within the system where interventions can lead to significant changes. Some elements or actions have more influence on the system's behaviors than others, and some will be easier to intervene within the system than others will be. Your job is to identify what leverage points you can use to actually make a change in the system. Additionally, you're gonna want to explore the mental models of the people within the system, the thoughts and ideas that they hold that either make that system possible or keep it in continuance. These underlying beliefs can shape decision-making and contribute to systematic behavior. Sometimes changing people's minds within the system actually allows the systems to change as well. 
This is why we're going to be asking questions during this course on this global challenge about the different stakeholders. If you're able to change some of the stakeholders' minds, you may be able to change the system and ultimately create a better solution for this global challenge. You're also going to want to understand how this system has changed over time. Investigate how the system's behavior evolves over time. Understand the patterns and trends that emerge from the interaction between its elements. As you're studying this system and thinking about ways that you can intervene in the system, you're going to want to anticipate unintended consequences. Think about the potential ripple effects of interventions. Consider how changes made in one part of the system might lead to unintended outcomes in the other parts. Because you know the elements and you know their relationships, you can predict how making a change in one element will affect the rest of the elements. As you begin intervening and making changes within a system, you're going to want to take an iterative approach. where You're applying systems thinking, and as you gain insights and refine your understanding, revisit and adjust your analysis to account for the new information. Formulate a new hypothesis about how the system works and test them through simulation, modeling, or making real-world experiments or interventions. Now, I know that was quite a lot to take in. Just remember that systems thinking is a skill that develops over time with practice and experience. By applying these steps and concepts, you'll be better equipped to analyze and address complex challenges from a holistic and interconnected perspective. My recommendation is to look over Donna Meadows' work. So for your activity today, start identifying and mapping the systems related to the global challenge. Identify the parts and pieces and map out the relationships between those pieces and how this system starts to contribute to this global challenge. Thank you for taking the How to Solve Climate Change course. If you want to learn the skills to solve this global challenge, join us for free at Plato.University for exclusive content, extra resources, and actionable exercises with every lesson. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at Plato.University.